Hey there, Donna Ashton here. And listen, I get you. You're already busy with a full calendar and trying to squeeze in some inspiration and learning here. So I won't waste your time or bring fluffy crap you can't use. I'm here to help you design a simplified business you can scale and help you work less and make more. This show is for high achieving coaches and experts who want strategies to unlock the next level in their business and create days that allow creative time and space for family, all while increasing revenue. Let's get to it. Okay, welcome to another episode of the Work Less, Make More podcast. And as I have said, we have some changes coming up for the podcast in the new year. So keep your eyes open or maybe your ears open to a new name and um, just a slight slight shift. Still going to be talking about a lot of the same things, but we're going to be doing a few little new things over there, which I hope is going to be exciting and inspiring to you as you move into working less in your business and really embracing life. So let's jump in today. This is all about how did your year go? Did you reach your goals? And I find December to be, you know, the time where we reflect back on the year, even though we still have a few weeks to go. I want to talk about goals and you can do this now. You can do this in January. Really, you can kind of take a look at it anytime, but I feel like it's time to kind of reflect. And there's been so many different ways I've done this over the years for my business and for personal goals. I try to set up some things that I want to do or create like a, not really a vision board, but I do like Pinterest boards. I find this to be really fun. Things I want to do or see or get during the year. And I like to go back. Usually I do this right after the holidays, sort of that break between Christmas and when I come back to work and there's kind of that downtime And it's nice to kind of think about, you know, what's going to happen for the new year, what you really want. But let's talk about what's happened so far. I find that this is a really, really good way to do this because we can be really hard on ourselves if we didn't reach our financial goals or we didn't do all the things that we wanted to do. So I'm going to do this process with you or just kind of explain it. And I find this was really enlightening because I know I had a not so great year in 2021 and it was really hard because I was at the time working with my friend who is a life coach and we were going through this and I was just feeling really down and saying I didn't really do what I was supposed to do or what I wanted to do. But then when I actually pulled out my goals, I really looked at what I had attempted to do and I had done most of it. So what I want you to do when you are looking at reflecting back is to start with what worked well. Start with the positive. There's something about the brain is if you start with the negative, like, oh, I didn't hit my financial goals and I was supposed to lose 20 pounds and I didn't and whatever, right? We start to go down this rabbit hole of negativity. And then when it's time to do the good stuff, we can't see it. So start with what worked or what went well or what you did accomplish. So you can label it good. (laughs) You could label it what I did, wins maybe. 
and put, you know, all your wins on one piece of paper, or you could do all your wins on one piece of paper and put, you know, business on the left side and the, you know, personal on the right side. So if you want to just do this separately or do it for your entire life, I find, you know, us as business women working from home that it all kind of muddles together. So I may list out some business goals, but I'll also do some personal goals because, you know, I'm all it's I'm one big package and I don't go off to my job and then everything's separate. So I just kind of keep it together. So, you know, go through and, you know, put on some soft music. Don't do this when you're like in a stressed situation, like wait until, you know, you have some hot tea or coffee in the morning, put on some music and you're in a pretty good space to do this. If you're like really stressed, sometimes it's good to wait until after Christmas is over because it's like that hustle bustle is done and you have that downtime where your kids are playing with your new toys or you are or your husband or your spouses and you can just kind of be like, oh, it's over and just now have that time to reflect. So start with what worked, what you did accomplish, what surprises that were there for you, right? Like maybe you meant to lose 20 pounds, but you lost 30. Like, where did you overachieve, if you will? And really dig into this. Take some time because we're so quick to find what didn't work or to be so hard on ourselves to name the things that didn't go right. We never give ourselves the celebration and the wins of what did or we came so close. You know, if you came so close to your money goal, but then you still put it on the page that's like the challenges or what you didn't accomplish. There's no one who's looking over your shoulder. There's no goal reflection police who are watching you. This is for you. But it's also a really nice time to look back and see what you did accomplish. Maybe you didn't finish the book, but you got halfway through. And I would say I wrote half my book. That was still an accomplishment, right? So don't be too hard on ourselves here. Like, look at what you really did and, and really take some time looking in all the areas of your business, your personal life, your personal development, maybe your spirituality, your health, fitness, your just emotions, things that you started to do, like fun hobbies. Maybe you started to travel again. I know I just had like the last six months of doing a lot of travel because the first half of the year I was like, gosh, I didn't really do any traveling. And then all of a sudden, boom, I had like six trips. And so travel's always on my list. Even if I didn't go somewhere super extravagant, I still had a lot of nice little mini trips that I did and a couple larger ones. So after you have that part, and keep going back, keep thinking about things. Try to get it all on there so you can really look. I was so shocked when I did this because I was like, oh, I didn't do anything and nothing really went very well. And and then when I w really got in a better place and sat down and started writing, I was like, oh, my gosh, look at all the things I did. <laughs> you know, even if it was like rearranged, you know, closets, like don't forget about those type of things that we spend our time doing that's like, oh my gosh, yeah, I meant to do that for the last five years and I finally got that thing done, right? 
So put all of those little projects you finished, creative things you did, fun things you did, unexpected, and any you know business wins that you created something new, a new offer that sold really well, or you know a event you did, or any new thing that you were doing, or even just that you've honed things and you sold a lot of whatever it is that you normally sell. Okay, and so once we get all of that, it's like celebrate that. Have a little celebration before you dive right into what didn't work. And you can title this however you want. Could have been challenges. It could just be, you know, what didn't go as well as I hoped. I hate to say bad, like the good and the bad. It's just, it's not even bad. It's like sometimes things just don't work out the way we expected. And sometimes they, you know, we do have a flop. So hopefully this list is a lot shorter than your other list. I want you to have like double of the good things. Look hard <laughs> for those because like I said, we're so easily focused on what doesn't work that we bypass all the great things. So take a few moments to write out what you th think didn't work as well as you hoped. Or, you know, like I said, maybe you wanted to make 150000 but you only made 100000 So you could, you know, don't forget to put, hey, I made 100000 in the good category or whatever, what worked, and then fell a little bit short of your financial goal over there. And any of the other things that you maybe did but didn't finish, sometimes things change, right? The goals that we set a year ago, and I know for me, a lot of things really changed in 2022. So things that I was planning to do, some things I was like, oh, I'm not going to do that. So when I look back at my goals, I'll be like, oh, yeah, but I started changing, you know, what I, the way I was working with people. And so I, I decided that's not even going to be a thing. And that could be the same thing in some of your personal goals. It's okay for us to change our minds. So that's the second page. And then the third page, I want you to really look at this. And this is not for, like, creating goals, but I want you to write down what you would do differently. So what are you going to do differently this year? And it is, it is somewhat like goals. But looking at the good or looking at what worked, I hate to say the good, looking at what worked, and looking at what didn't work as well, what can you do differently in the next year? You know, because we we all make mistakes. Like, no one's perfectly going through their lives <laughs> and through their businesses and not having things that flop or that just don't work out. And like I said, sometimes it's just a matter of we shift or what we were going to do. And so now it's like, oh, I don't, or I don't really enjoy doing that anymore. Now I want to do something different. So this is the place to write what you're going to do differently in this year. And it will be great. You can kind of use this, you know, as your new ideas or goals for the year. But it's also taking, it's like learning from what we did. So you can take these two sheets that you've already done, and some stuff went really well, right? So you just want to keep on doing that. And then maybe there was those other things that didn't work quite so well. I try not to think of my failures as failures. 
because they're not failures if I learn something from them and move on, right? There's no other way to learn than by trying things. So if you're not making a lot of mistakes, then you're not trying enough things or you're not doing enough things. If you just keep doing the same thing over and over again, yeah, it might work, but you're not you're not pushing your boundaries or you're not growing. So as we grow and challenge ourselves and try new ideas and things in our businesses and our lives, there's going to be some things we, we don't like or that we just don't mesh or just don't work out the way we were hoping. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just learning. So if we learn from our mistakes or from our experiences, then I'm like, hmm, maybe I always wanted to, I'm just making this up here, like I always wanted to learn to paint. But as I took that painting class, I realized I don't really like it as much as I thought I was going to. So maybe I'll try knitting instead, right? So it's not really a failure. You just discovered you really don't feel like painting, right? It doesn't really light you up like you thought it was going to be. So, and then sometimes it's just things in our business that don't work. Like we were thinking this great offer was going to be the thing that everybody was going to love and then nobody loved it. So how can we take what we've done and learn from that and turn that around into something that will maybe this is just talking to some more people and asking them, you know, I put this offer out and nobody liked it. This is something I learned the hard way. I think I've told this story before. This was years ago when I had my homeschool business and I did a yearly survey and I asked some questions and everyone told me what they wanted, what they needed the most help with, which was like how to get everything done in their day. They were so busy because they were moms with young kids and they were trying to homeschool. Most of them had at least two or maybe three or four kids. So they were juggling, you know, babies with school age children, plus, you know, just taking care of the household and all of that. So I was like, great, I'm going to create this course. It's going to help them make the most of their day and really be able to fit everything in and and all of that. So I created this course thinking everyone was going to buy it. And like two people bought it. And I was like, what in the world? So I went back out. Again, it was learning. And I'd even asked them. And that's what they told me. So I was like, hey, this is going to be a slam dunk. <laughs> and then nobody bought it or two people bought the course. I was like, what is going on here? So I went back and asked them again. In fact, I remember being quite mad <laughs> at the time going, hey, you guys all told me this is what you wanted. I created it, but no one bought it. And it was so interesting. The feedback that I got was like, well, we would love to have that. We have a limited budget and we'd rather spend our money instead of spending it on something that helps us as the moms. They wanted to use the money for books and curriculum and toys and school supplies for their children because they were, like I said, one income families and they only had a limited budget. So it was a learning moment for me. So instead of like throwing out that course and going, oh, well, I guess I'll have to start over. Instead, I just created another program 
that talked about setting up the homeschool room and what supplies they were going to need and what art materials they were going to use and need and how they were going to use all of that. And then I included this little piece at the very beginning, which was to help them be organized so they could get it done. And of course they all sold. They needed that piece. They wanted that piece. They just didn't feel like they could pay for it without getting the benefit of spending something toward their kids. So it was a learning experience. So this is what I mean. This is just an example of how things don't necessarily go wrong, but you've got to massage things sometimes and tweak it to fit your clients. So if things didn't go exactly as you hoped, what good parts were there and what can you do to improve? Get out there and ask again. Go back and ask again. And just like if I had just given up and never asked why they didn't buy it, I would have never known. And I might have thought, well, they just don't like my stuff or, you know, they want to do something from someone else or they just don't need this. They said they did. But instead, I just asked. So sometimes we have to dig a little bit into why it didn't work and not just chalk it up to, well, this didn't work. But let's really learn from our mistakes, right? There are no mistakes if we learn from them because then it just becomes like stepping stones to the next thing or it it becomes a learning experience, right? We don't get mad at our kids when they're just learning how to read or learning how to do their times tables. We just help them, right? We just give, it's about practice or it's about tweaking something or showing them a different way to, to do it. And that's how it is with business, right? There's no one way. There's many, many ways, many, many audiences, many, many ways that people are bringing things. And so sometimes you do have to scrap a whole program. And believe me, I have done it. (laughs) And then other times we just have to dig in and tweet some things and learn and see how we can take the pieces that did work and then just tweak some of the others or maybe scrap those pieces and bring something fresh. I mean, things have really changed over the last few years in business and still are changing. I keep saying, I'm not sure how everything's going to shake out, but everybody who's marketing online and who's coaching and who's consulting and who's selling programs and courses, we're having to kind of try some new different things because the world has changed. And so I feel like that's probably what everyone's been going through for the last few years. I know it has been for me. And I feel like finally I'm coming out the other side and I can look back and go, well, that's not working anymore. So what can we do instead? Let's, you know, get our creative minds flowing and start thinking of some interesting new ways. That's why I think it's really important to have that creativity piece in your life and your business so you can think outside the box. So I hope this helps. You need three sheets of paper or you can take notes on your phone or do it on your computer, whatever you want works for you. I'm old school, and I'll just use a pen and paper, and then I'll do the what worked, what didn't work, and what can I do different. And it really does give you a perspective. It doesn't make you feel like you failed. It just gives you some things to go, okay, great. Here are my successes. Here's where I didn't quite get where I was going, but here are some new ways I'm going to do it. And it may really give you some insight into some new things for the new year and not like huh, these arbitrary goals that we just sort of come up with, but really taking a look at our business and our lives 
And instead of scrapping everything and starting over every January, we can just keep building and keep moving in the direction that's making us happy and is bringing our brilliance out into the world. Okay, until next time, I will see you in the next episode. I hope you got some juicy nuggets to inspire and show you simplifying and scaling is easier than you think. If you're ready to tame the chaos of your business into a simpler model while increasing your impact and income, grab my free simplify and scale template at donnaashton.com forward slash template, or check the link in the show notes. See you next time.